Children's Church and all mankind. I'm Felman. I was taught by the Spirit of God within me. His message of love, grace, and peace is mine also to you. Today I want to share with you the principle and characteristics of grace. The principle and the characteristics of grace. But first let's open in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that's within us. Father, we thank you that He is the one that you've sent to educate us. And we thank you, Lord God, that He has. And Father, I pray even now that by the power of your Spirit, as I share what you've given me to, to share, Lord God, that by the power of your Spirit, you would let the words that I speak just resonate with the Spirit of everyone who hears this message. And their hearts and their minds and their eyes, their spiritual eyes would open their ears, Lord God, and be receptive to hear what you're saying. But Father, not just to hear, but to abandon the old and embrace the new. Abandon the old way of thinking. Abandon the old teachers, ideas, and insight for the, the Spirit's wisdom on the matter, for the Spirit's knowledge and understanding on the matter. God, I ask this in the name of Jesus. I thank you for doing this right now. And I give you all the praise and the honor and glory. Amen. The principle of grace. The principle of grace is to lift our heavy burdens off of us. That is one of the attributes of grace and its principle to lift the burden off of us. God had to kill one of his creation because for the first time God had to kill one of his beautiful creations to cover another we're talking about the, the principle of grace Adam and Eve didn't know what to do they did the best they could and God didn't turn his back on them but he lived that burden and he placed that burden on an innocent animal and cover Adam and Eve's body so that they could at least continue living on this earth but here instead of them living on the earth knowing just good that good is God they now know good and evil the thing about that the bill of sale that the devil gave to them Oh, you would be like God and you would know good and evil. For here it is, evil, even up to this day, evil isn't what it was cracked up to be. It's exactly that. It's evil. All form of evil need to be rid off of the face of the earth. It's a burden on the earth. Evil lurking in the hearts of men still today. Praying under each other for the principle of here we see God lift that burden. If we could put ourselves and imagine how Adam and Eve had to feel, we'll see they had to be embarrassed, afraid, cold, sad, and sorry. Here it is, now being put in a place where they have to hide from their heavenly Father. Evil is not all they cracked up to be. 
But right there and then we see God lift that burden and clothe them. God, there was nowhere that they could get clothes that would be effective to keep them warm after sin got released in the earth through their disobedience. Before it all, they were perfectly fine. Now they are in need of covering. Now when we go on and we see with Cain and Abel's story, when Abel brought his offering and God received it, and God did not receive Cain's offering, but we see God giving Cain a heads up. He's lifting the burden. For sure, Cain's parents taught them this. For sure, but nevertheless, we know many times our parents told us to, what to do, but we want to cut short, cut corners, and end up in trouble. Think we could trick the adults. Think we could trick our fellow man. And here, Cain finds himself in a position where he offered his offering to God, and it was rejected. And God gave him some insight and heads up on what to do. And he went on to say to him, Cain, if you would do what's right and you would master it, his offering would be accepted. And he's encouraging him to go and make the right decision. And it's giving him heads up for sin is waiting at your door and you must master it. He know what's right, what, what, what he had to do. And if he didn't know, the answer was just one brother away, one question away from his brother. All he had to do was ask Abel, Abel, what you did? Abel wouldn't tell him. And he would go do exactly what Abel did. Abel dealt with cattle, he dealt with fruit. I hear people preach and say, God wanted a blood offering. No, that's not what God wanted. God wanted a perfect and acceptable offering. It's one of the things he asks of us even to this day. When we're giving anything to people, don't give them the shoe with the hole or the thing that you don't want anymore because it's too raggedy and fitting just right. You give people things that you want. Give people things that you still want, that you still love, that you still want to, want to wear. You don't give people things because you know it's on its last leg and now you're going to give it away. Now you could find it in your heart to give it. And God was telling him one of the things he could have done was ask his brother. But in, instead of he go and ask his brother, he went and called his brother, took him for a walk in the field and kill him. But right there and then we saw God was giving him heads up on how to have success how to, to gain this same success that Abel had. That is God being gracious. That's a power and the principle of grace in action. So as we continue in Cain's story, we see the principle of grace again with God and Cain being reflected. Though Cain just killed his brother, God is here to lift a burden of his and it's a burden that is, that's just like his mom and dad when they sinned in the garden. Who were naked all along. But all of a sudden when sin came about, they are embarrassed of their nakedness. One of the things sin does to us is to make us paranoid. 
and make us fool, look stupid and foolish. That's what sin does. You know there's a saying, and don't remember all, because it have many levels, but it says something like this. Sin always take you where you don't want to go, hold you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. And here it is, we see Cain, after killing his brother, God was upset and God banished him from his presence. And after God banished him, here it is, Cain saying stuff that it makes sense. Up until then, it was just his father, his mother, Abel, and himself. And he killed Abel. So when God banished him, this is what he says to God. Oh, the punishment is too hard for him to bear. Him being away from God's presence. All of that that he said is perfectly fine. But what he said next, it shows what sin does with us. It causes us to hallucinate and think crazy thoughts. Cain went on to tell God that he's banishing him from his presence and he's going to be out there on his own and anyone who sees him going to kill him. It's only four of them was on the earth and he killed one. Who, who, who's there to kill him? Just like what happened with Adam and Eve. Here it is. The evils of the fall is a mind that's full of fearful illusions that aren't real. He's afraid that people out there are going to want to kill him. And God, now here it is, here it is, the principle of God's grace here. Though God is banishing him, God said he put a mark on Cain, that anyone who meet him, God's playing along. Here it is, God, God is playing along. That anyone who meet him would not kill him. God placed a mark on him. So literally, what we could say, God's looking over him, though he was banished. God lift that burden, though it was all hallucination. God lift that burden of hallucination off of Cain's mind. The principle of grace is to lift the burden that we're carrying because of sin. The guilt, the condemnation, the fear, the schizophrenia of the mind, the worry and the concern. That's the principle of grace is to lift our burdens. Through Jesus, that is what God did. The principle of grace is to lift the burdens of man's heart and mind and soul. And God did that for us. Oh, fellow man, why are you saying all this stuff? Cain and Abel way back in the, in the beginning. No, it applies to us today because through Jesus, God lift the burden off of all who will by faith embrace and receive the grace, the free gift of God through Jesus. It cannot be bought. It's a free gift. God sent Jesus to lift our heavy burden of every human being, every person on this planet. Now let's look at the characteristics of grace. You see the attributes of grace is its principles and the characteristics that's in it. The characteristic of grace 
is to make the impossible possible. Again, let's look at Adam and Eve. Despite God banished them out of the garden, this is how we can know God. As we see how God responds to all those people in Scripture, from Adam all the way to Jesus. This message is to be continued. Once more as you go, I want to remind you, I am not your teacher. The Holy Spirit within you is. Why am I saying this so often? Because I don't want you to continue making the same mistakes, being led by men and not the Spirit of God within you. This is why I'm encouraging you to pursue getting to know the Spirit of God within you with the same intensity you do going after a soulmate or your career. And the Holy Spirit of God who sees your heart, He can tell if we are serious or committed to knowing Him. Let's put ourselves in His shoe for a moment and we would see how God has to be longing to have a relationship with his children who he created in his image and in his likeness. Please, don't let us delay any longer. Fellow men, I know the spirit of the word have blessed you. So kindly like, share, and subscribe to our podcast by the name Fellow Men. God bless you.